Welcome to the Disney Beat, a podcast brought to you by the DizInsider.com. My name is Sean Nyberg, and I will be covering all of the Disney headlines to keep you informed as you start your week. Hello there, this is Sean Nyberg, and this is a very special edition of the Disney Beat Podcast. I recently had the pleasure of speaking with one of the most popular and beloved Disney YouTubers around, Jack Kendall from DSNY Newscast. Our conversation lasted two and a half hours and we covered a wide range of topics. I have released the conversation in three parts. I previously released part one, where we focused on Disney's theme parks, and part two, where we discussed Disney Plus, upcoming Disney films, and the Walt Disney Company as a business. This episode is part three, and here we are going to look at Jack's YouTube channel, DSNY Newscast, and talk about the pitfalls and joys that come with being a Disney YouTuber. We also look at the different styles of news coverage and how one stands out in a crowded field. So sit back and enjoy part three of my conversation with Jack Kendall from DSNY Newscast, already in progress. All right, so uh, let's do a little bit about the DSNY Newscast. So, you know, just give me the... Give me the, let me just tell you real quick, uh, the reason, you know, when I got into this and I started really looking at the YouTube channels for information, I mean, your videos just stand out aesthetically. Like they're just, they're just attract. I mean, not to be creepy, like they're attractive to look at in the sense that you've got good colors, yeah. you've got good lighting. Like, is that something that's important to you? Well, I mean, I've got a graphic design past. So like when I look at everything on the channel, like even the dark wall in the background, like um, originally, if you actually go right back to the bit, very beginning of my channel back in uh, April 2017, you'll notice I was stood in front of a cream wall. And very quickly, mm. I was like, yeah, I need to do something with a contrast, you know, to make myself pop a bit more out from the, the background. So I was like, I'll paint the wall dark grey. Um, and it makes everything else pop, you know, the colours pop a bit more and things like that. So just from that sort of standpoint, yeah, the colours and the brand aesthetics uh, really matters with a YouTube channel, I feel. And... Um, uh-huh. And then it's also just persistence, dedication, uh, and just the mm-hmm. frequency to get those videos out to build that audience to begin with. And don't it's got to be sometimes people. you just so, sometimes. Oh God! Yeah. Right. Sometimes you just got, can't be. You can't always be in the mood to make videos, right? But you just have to, right? Because you have. A, yeah. This this past year has been pretty difficult, to be honest. Uh, going up and down, trying to <laughs> you know, as it has been for everybody with the pandemic. Um, but trying to find the motivation to be number one positive about some of the uh, park stuff, which you can't always be. <laughs> and then personally, it's been a bit of a difficult year. Uh, lost my grandparents, so that was that was pretty difficult. But mm. also just the COVID things in general, you know. It, it and then the election cycle and everything. It was just all. It gets difficult sometimes to stay dedicated and write the scripts and get the videos out. Well, especially because you run such a, a positive channel, right? Like, it's one thing if, if, you, if your whole job was to be complaining about things, but you're such an upbeat guy, at least, you know, according to your yeah. videos, you, got, you feel like, do you feel that stress to maintain that? Well, you see, the thing is, it's the, I don't ever see it as positive or negative. I see it as energy. Like, I don't like to look yeah. low energy in a video. I don't like to be, like, over the top and energy-wise in, in front of a camera because I feel <laughs> like it comes across as fake. Like, hi there, yeah, hi, you know, please yeah. watch me. You know, that kind of, like, manic kind of personality. I don't like that kind of feel. So I try and just be level-headed, uh, energy, because, you know, you don't want to see someone at the end of their work day. You want to see someone who looks like they're a bit more engaged with what they're talking about. And um, and then I, I provide just honest, if I don't like something, I'll say I don't like it, but I'll always try and provide a more... 
a better way of doing it. Rather, It's like the old Walt Disney um, quote, which was, you know, Walt never used to like people who would just uh, slash down an idea. He was like, if you're going to slash down an idea, give me a better one. Don't just come to mm. me with negatives. Come to me with a negative, but also an alternative. Um, and that's what I try and do in my videos. So if I don't like something in the parks, which I'm reporting on news-wise, I'll always be like, this is a better way that they could possibly do it. Um, so hopefully that keeps it kind of upbeat and a bit more positive than just having an agenda, which people... Sure does. So what do you think, what do you, would you say your point of view? What do you think, I mean, we kind of covered it, but what do you think that separates, you know, what, what what's your brand? So I've, I've, this past year has made me think a lot about this because obviously... Um, the news slowed down and all this sort of stuff happened. And I thought to myself, what can make me different to everyone else? You know, everyone else started to cover the news. And it's the, the difference with me is that I explain the news. I like to try and pull people along for the ride, not just be like, here's a headline. Um, and, you know, people who watch it, depending on how successful I am ex- explaining the news, hopefully the views will match it. But um, I always try and, you know, let, we're going to start at a certain level and we're going to talk at this certain level. I'm, I'm going into a video with the understanding that most people know roughly what I'm talking about and we can just start to dive straight into it, as I say in the videos, but um, try and explain the news. No, that's <clears throat> that's great. You know, there's a lot of ones. There's some people who walk the parks and that's their yeah. thing and that's great. There's other people who just are, you know, serial complainers and, <laughs> you know, not my cup of yeah. tea, but that's their thing, yeah. you know. And there's an audience <clears throat> and I just love There's the, some people who who want then you know they they want a bit more criticism of disney like i will get cr- critical of disney when i feel it's warranted um but i don't feel like many people are a disney fan because they hate the company um sure, or they of hate course. the brands yeah, that's a good point. you know and you sometimes got to separate your love of the brands and love of the company because the company is a company you know do you um ever get feedback that you're too easy on them no, I, I never get I never get any of that sort of stuff. I never get called yeah, yeah. Um, anything like um, what would you be called a, a cheerleader of Disney or anything like that. I corporatist, yeah, 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 yeah. like you know, well, yeah, that sort of thing. I mean, with the whole Gina Carano thing recently, I've had a couple of comments being like, you know, you know, fire Kathleen Kennedy, hire back Gina, that uh-huh. sort of stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, right, I'm not going to touch Star Wars in my <laughs> news videos for a while now. <laughs> I don't want to. Oh, good. You said her name. I wasn't going to bring her up for today. I don't, we'll I don't want to have it. 500 <laughs> comments about Gina Carano. I want to talk about no. the Star Wars Hotel, not necessarily um, management oh, decisions yeah. or whatever. Yeah. That's so funny. You just bring up something like the Star Wars Hotel. I'm sure you just get flooded with just bots. Not just bots. I mean, bots probably sometimes, but like yeah. just super fans. Yeah. 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 How are you and your power? I mean, not you because you're in the UK, but how how are people who are vloggers in in Orlando going to survive if this thing waits a few more months? I feel I feel so bad for them. I mean, aren't they already there almost every day waiting for a soft open? Don't worry, there's I new mean, cupcakes <laughs> coming out all the time. There's uh, a <laughs> they need to take a picture of Mickey a cupcake on a garbage can. Yeah, no. Look, I I do feel for the vlogging community, and I the, the community I feel for most is the Disneyland vlogging community. Um, because, mm-hmm. you know, but then again, it's kind of part and parcel of like, when you base your whole business model around being geographically in a certain place, that's what's, uh, yeah. it's a bit risky. And like, I started up DSY Newscast from the UK. I mean, you know, I went to Walt Disney World, but like, it wasn't a necessity for me on my channel to be in Walt Disney World every day. And when people start to lean okay. too hard into that, that's when it gets a little bit, yeah. Well, here's a deep question for you. We'll get back to the parks. Sure. But if you were to, if you lived with, 
regardless with your girlfriend or without yeah, if you live in Orlando or in Anaheim do, do you think you would have been um as you are your your channel is so much more in depth and you really talk about things more so than just like here's a cool picture I got that no one else got now if you live near these parks do you think your channel would be more like the other ones so, or do you think you still would have had the in depth um analysis so that you do so here's the thing um when so 2019 I spent quite a bit of time out in America um, and mm-hmm. I was meant to be making a move to America last year. I was planning mm-hmm. on making a move. COVID hit. It, it threw everything sideways. But um, so then my channel had to pivot and all the other stuff. And I, I saw the pivot happen. I was like, I already had the itch to start doing different types of content. Uh, armchair imagineering, you know, some deeper dive topics, mm-hmm. more explainer videos, get really into the nitty gritty of, of these news topics because the news is slowing down. Instead of trying to make, I made a conscious decision to be like, I'm not going to take small news items and try and make them big, which mm-hmm. some people did. Um, you yeah, know, it, it's just what they did. You know, I, I can't say any way, but like if um, the Polynesian's going to get a new uh, hotel entrance arch, you know, I'm not going to turn that into a whole video. I might mention it in a video, but I'm not turning it into a whole video. But other people did decide to turn stuff into big, big topics. And I understand the reason why, because it's like, you know, lack of news. But so I just like sat back and was like, I'm going to make better videos. Now, your question about whether I was, if I was out there, would I have made the same decision? I was already starting to think that way when I was out there in 2019. I had mm. started, the transition on my channel started to happen. Um, like I spent 25 minutes or 22 minutes on a Disney Plus review in 2019 when I, I was actually out in mm-hmm. America at the time. And, I was, and when it was released, like, it didn't get as many views, but I was like, I want to be thorough with, with this yeah. um, review and Tower of Terror and stuff like that. I did like longer form videos then. So I was already starting to get the itch to like, do more, more in-depth uh, videos and stuff. But you, you do make a point of like it, it becomes very it's not lazy it's i wouldn't use the word lazy at all but it, you know people may think it's a little bit lazy and just go to a park and point a camera but it becomes very easy and i i did fall into that sometimes you know if you don't have a video ready to go um for a certain day you may be like oh, i feel really bad if this video is taking longer than usual i'll just go to the parks and do a quick live stream mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i did do that a couple of times and it you can slip into that kind of like Hey, and then live streams make quite a bit of money. I might keep doing live streams, mm-hmm. and it's just like you fall into it by mistake, uh, rather than being like strategical about like what you want to actually do uh, with a direction. But um, when I do eventually move out to America, I'm going to do just as much content inside the studio now as I always do. Good. Yeah. Good. No, I, I the way from someone from the outside who's looking in, I, I got to tell you, it's like those people who are there all the time. That's great. They're like cable news, right? They're like CNN yeah. or, or, MSNBC on, on or Fox ground. News, whatever. Yeah. yeah, they're there. And like everything has to be a big deal, right? Like, oh, my God, uh, Trump email or, or Biden said this. And is that, mm-hmm. and then there's like you are more like I don't know if you guys get it's a PBS thing frontline. Yeah. Where they like will talk about like uh, Jamal Khashoggi and Khashoggi and his death, and then it's more like an hour, and then and then there's people like um, do you, um, who's the guy um, Kevin Perger who will do like yeah. really yeah. long, and those yeah. are great too, and and you're more what I would look for in news, like yeah. when I'm like oh I want to know about what's going on with the water situation well, in Flint, Michigan, I'm like okay does Frontline have an hour long special on it because I want to know about it, I, I versus also feel just the like day to day stuff. It's it's actually not 
Okay, so we're going a bit off topic, but it's also to do with like how we've all grown up with news. So mm-hmm. um, American news media has very much pivoted towards on the ground, in the moment, uh, you know, there's 18 inches of snow in Break, Texas. Breaking, breaking news, news. Breaking news. news, breaking news. And yeah. when you're covering breaking news, you don't have the flip side of that is, yes, you're breaking news, but you also don't have all the facts. And you also mm-hmm. don't have the time to properly think about something and give a proper reaction and, and thoughtful analysis. Um, when Disney changed CEOs last year, I was, at the time, I was um, on holiday with my girlfriend. And um, and it happened, and I remember being in the hotel room that night in Paris and being like, oh, God, this has just happened. They've just done it on a random Tuesday in, March, in, in February. And... I wasn't going to run off to Disneyland Paris the next day and try and film something in the parks. I was like, I'm going to sit on this. People who have got the news have got the mm-hmm. news. I'm going to sit on this. And I'm going to think about it. I'm going to really have an in-depth look at what, what happens. And I predicted uh, quite a few of the, the changes of Alan Bergman and stuff like that. I was like, you know, he's going to take over. And um, Zenia Muku and people like that. I, I spoke about the whole executive change, not just like, you know, breaking news, Bob Chapex, the new CEO. And so... It, I think it's a it's a changing of how our news media has provided us content, and in the UK, very much we still have in-depth news reporting, like they're yeah. news pieces. You know, they are five-minute news pieces. And now in America, you know, you can watch a lot of the news pieces on YouTube, and they're like a minute, two minutes, and they're not that in-depth. Yeah, but you guys screwed us up with with that. Ta- well, you guys, you guys invented the tabloid journalism. Yeah, we did. We, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> and also, kidding. Rupert Murdoch made his name over in the UK, and then or he yes. gave you Fox News. So yeah, um, then he poisoned poisoned us too. Yeah. But um, and no, he's I still lo- that's poisoning great. people. And, um, I, yeah. I want to say though, and and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna name one just because, I, I, and this is a compliment. I like all ears, right? That mm-hmm. they are very opposite of you, right? They've got they've got people who go out to the parks almost every day. They do oh, yeah. fun challenges. All ears, and to me, like I don't even, yeah, I don't think of you guys. You're both Disney, but like. I don't, not one's not better, one's worse, but like for me, like I'm making, I'm planning my trip and I'm such a, um, uh, control freak. I like to watch Molly walk around animal kingdom because then like for me, it helps give me, okay, so that's really how far things are. Yeah. And, but then when I hear like, oh, there's, there's, um, a change with the galactic star cruiser, the star Wars hotel. I'm like, I want to see what Jack has to say about it. Cause he's going to have a really good breakdown of yeah. how the whole building's laid out. And so it's just cool. Cause you guys all can, can exist in the same universe and you provide different, um, uh, content it's now a- within, I think what's cool about you, sorry, real quick sure. is you, are kind of on your own like like i said kevin perger does some deep stuff but that's more like historical like you know like yeah. our you know that one he did about the the, the rock band and um disneyland like that was cool oh, and stuff but like, halcyon uh not halcyon what yeah was that was a Halix, great Halix, Halix. halcyon Felix. oh is that what it was yeah Halix. you don't really have no one's really up to your standard in terms of what you do the more in-depth stuff and i just love that you're not on the ground like trying to fight with like i want to see you at like do you see that picture of everyone at the velocicoaster like yeah all Twelve outside the gates, bloggers yeah. with the same camera. The thing is, yeah. I've I've experienced that, okay, and I didn't like it. Yeah. And um, yeah. when Epcot's with Illuminations, Reflections of Earth, the final night, and Epcot Forever, the amount of vloggers that were around that part that night, like I didn't even take a video of Illuminations, Reflections of Earth, the final night, or Epcot Forever. I don't think I did. Oh, were you there? Epcot Forever. I was there for it. I don't think I recorded Epcot Forever. I don't think I did because I was like. People are going to, I think I may record it for like a review later on, but like I wasn't going to post it individually because number one, it was a copyright mm-hmm. nightmare. And number two, um, I was just like, everyone's doing it. And 
there's this very much this mentality within the Disney community of um, who's going to be first. That's the mm-hmm. problem. Um, uh, and YouTube kind of rewards people who are first <laughs> rather than those who really put in the time. And there are many small creators out there who really spend a huge amount of time working on their stuff, aren't getting the traction because they're not first, you know, or they're not as quick at editing or whatever. Um, yeah, it's like muscle memory. You, you do get quicker at it. If you, if you edit you know, longer videos, you do get a bit quicker at editing short videos. That's what I found anyway. But there's this very much this mentality of if you're not first, you're not, you know, breaking, breaking mm-hmm. news, this kind of thing. And when I was running that train, when I was on that train, I was running, you know, running alongside it, whatever, in 2019 and 2018, 2017, my life actually wasn't that good. Like, if I'm being honest, um, being completely mm-hmm. honest, yeah. when you're having to find three videos to do each week, and when you finish one video, you don't even get time to look back and think, I'm proud of that video. And you are instead thinking about the next video. Everything becomes... Um, it just becomes temporary. Everything becomes... And you feel like you never, you never complete. You never get yeah, to... Like, it's like, you're never when, happy because you're always... Hit? When's my next hit of views? And I feel like that kind of mentality in the vlogging community is not great for them, the mentality of a lot of vloggers. Because it's all about, I need to to post video every day because, you know, I need my next hit. People are relying on me. And if they just, it it takes a lot to be like, I'm going to sit back. I'm going to not be lazy, but I'm going to sit back and provide a really good video. And I'm going to do this a couple of times. And yeah, the views are going to be a bit of a, hit and I'm going to get a bit of a hit in terms of monetization as well but I'm going to have something which I feel a bit more accomplished about and proud of and when I produce a video now I'm, I'm like I'm really proud of that video but yeah back in 2018 I was doing like video 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 it was it was so I I, I just wasn't enjoying the channel as much because it was so much about what's my next what's my next topic you know and it it, and I, you can see that with you. You enjoy. You can tell that you you are comfortable in the skin that you're in right now. Yeah. Like you've kind of found your voice. Yeah. And I, I would say that when I was in 2018 or 2017, 2018, I wasn't giving as much of my voice in videos because it was so. Mm-hmm. Here's the news. Here's the headlines. You know. And I wasn't giving myself enough. Like my page. Like I write my scripts, and um, they were like a page and a half. Like that was it. And they're double spaced as well. Like, you know, page, it wasn't much. And like, I know a page of A4 for me is around three minutes of voiceover. Um, and so, like, I was doing videos which were like six minutes long. Um, that's with the end and outro and all the other stuff. Now, my, my videos, like, I'll write four pages and I'm like, oh, God, that's going to be a 12 minute video or 13 minute video and it's just going to go on and on. But I know the product's yeah. better because of it. It's. I feel like having this could be a whole discussion by itself. We should be talking about Disney parks. It is, and I love it. Yeah. I think a lot of people in the community yeah. actually um, have it, or they think it. But you know, I just think we both can be politically correct and you just say, you know, those those people who do the instant stuff, um, there's an audience for that, and people like it. And maybe for them, um, it's not so uncomfortable. And maybe that mm-hmm. for some reason that just brings them the joy that it does. But for someone like you, and maybe and the reason that I asked you to do an interview is because I'm more attracted to your kind of style. Yeah. And so to you and I are like, oh my god, living like that and like five second clips or like people that would be crazy but some people are like god i don't want to sit and listen about to a 20 minute video about yeah of course you yeah. know the, the layout of remy's ratatouille adventure that is the risk which and i great. felt at the beginning when i started doing these kind of longer form videos sounds like will the audience stay with me because i'm not going to be covering the, the um the quick news flash kind of 
stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not. I think that there's always a place for this kind of like you know this on on the park you know vlogging kind of stuff. But I also feel like I want to say to the rest of the vlogging community like it takes a lot to step back, but it's better for your mental health if you do. Because I the, a lot of things stuff that isn't spoken about is that. Um, YouTubers in general, um, yeah, we all have like very uh, privileged and lucky to have the jobs that we have. I'm always grateful and fortunate for what I, I do. But like any job, it, you've got to have a good work, uh, you know, good work-life balance to it. And YouTube's one of those things where you know the fame, the the, the being spotted, things like that. You you don't you can go down this very dangerous path of being like, oh, I've got to produce something every single day. And just step back, take a break, and actually mm-hmm. enjoy the break, and actually rethink your channel direction. I, I love that, and I want to say like when I when I started working Disney Insider and Skylar, like he would send me like there'd be like an announcement like today, like um, new mask policy, and I'd be like, oh my god, I'll get on. He's like, dude, like get it to me later tonight or tomorrow. Like mm. you know, unless we're breaking a story because yeah. you know Skylar does do some. Um, you know, that's one thing where you want, but like, hey like especially with the way we you know i like to write long things like i'm working on i have five stories that are half written right now just because i like that but you know some people like the the short stuff and a lot of people love to watch it so but good for them but it's just not that way and scan is right like you do you will burn people like people can only run at, you know full speed for so long and i definitely felt that in 2017 like i worked d23 weekend that year and I didn't, I barely slept. Like, I worked for three days straight and I barely slept. And, like, at the end of it, people were even commenting on videos, like, you look tired. Like, I looked. <laughs> and I pretty much conked out for, like, 20 hours after that. Like, I slept for nearly a day because you worked. But it's not sustainable. And that's the thing. Like, you, yeah. you should always try and find a healthy balance. But, yeah. Well, and there's so much toxicity in the in the in the law of the Dis Twitter Disney community, mm. and I think some of it is sexism. I think some of it is yeah. racism. I think some of it's homophobia. I think some, but I do think a lot of it is this. You're right. This race, this rat race, and this like we don't like them, and they don't like them. And, oh, they got you know, and it's, it's just it's tribal. Just, uh, it's it, you know, it, yes, it, it, you've got different tribes of different people um, being like, oh, I'm I'm riding with whoever, and it becomes very much I've got my gang, and um, yep. and. I, I also feel that like I don't know it it it's just not a very healthy environment to constantly live within that kind of headspace of of you know <laughs> I need to beat whoever you know it, it takes a lot of willpower and you know strong-minded outset to like look at anyway we need to get back to disney parks go on let's let's get you know i know i know i know but hey this is yeah, something that i think sure. just doesn't get talked about enough because i think everyone's too uh they don't reflect it on themselves enough yeah. to be able to talk about this it but anyway we're gonna move on, Jack, on <laughs> well there you have it part three the conclusion of our conversation with jack from dsny newscast i want to give a huge thank you to jack for agreeing to speak with me and cover so many different topics don't forget to subscribe to jack's channel on youtube by searching dsny newscast you can follow him on twitter and Instagram using the handle at DSNY Newscast. Please rate and review this podcast and make sure to subscribe. Along with exclusive interviews like this one, the Disney Beat Podcast also releases a weekly show that covers all of the Disney news for that week, keeping you informed of every aspect of the Walt Disney Company. Follow me, your host, on Twitter and Instagram at the handle at Sean Nyberg, S E A N N Y B E R G. This podcast is brought to you by the Diz Insider. To find all the latest Disney news, please check out thedizinsider.com or follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at the Diz Insider. 
You can find links to all of these accounts in the show notes to this podcast. All three parts of our conversation are available now to stream, so make sure to check them out. With that, I want to again thank Jack from DSNY Newscast and thank everyone for listening. Have a great week. See you Monday morning. Monday morning.